Welcome to another episode of Artist Date. My name is Pedro Bonato. And my name is Jana Komarnitska. And today we have a very, very special episode for you. It's, uh, as you can imagine, by the amount of balloons in our background, we're actually recording from Cappadocia. Right now we are at the outskirts of Gureme. This is our last morning. Yes. We recorded one episode on the very first morning. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it's last one. Yeah, so it's uh we recorded a couple of episodes back, the one about Pamukkale, if you watched it, it's very cool. But we actually recorded inside a cave here in Cappadocia. So we actually recorded on the first day and now it's what 16 days afterwards. 17th. Yeah. 17th I mean, day. No, not full day, okay. but Yeah, and uh <laughs> so we're recording here. It's ridiculously early. The sun is literally rising right next to us and we woke up what, around five or so to come here to to record you should mention what time we went to sleep yeah, yeah never <laughs> mind yeah, we'll sleep when we die but it's so cool to be in this spot and i think uh well if you're new to the show welcome um I am a photographer and a musician, Jan is a dancer, choreographer, teacher, and I should mention that this uh, episode is brought to you by the Yana Dance Club, which is our online platform where Yana teaches dancing. I sometimes teach, teach drumming, and I mentioned this right at the beginning so that you can go check it out, Yana Dance Club, because we actually recorded a full intensive about drum solo improvisation right here, so go check it out. We'll talk more about that later. Just need to put that out of the way because it can be important for the subjects we're talking about here today. But the coolest thing is that on the first day, we were lucky enough that we were able to have beautiful weather, just like we have today. And we actually went on a balloon ride. On that yes. one. <laughs> so we're going to probably be inserting videos about this, uh, like around throughout this uh, video. But it, I guess I'll start with my... Go ahead. My... Mm -hmm. um, I was about to ask, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like usually, Jan is the one that in the mornings is like already exercising and uh, like already at least you you started an hour before me, so yes. we are in different time zones. But <laughs> but uh, today was like, and I was like waking up a little bit tired, and I was like balloons, balloons, balloons. But anyway, so. I guess I'll mention, uh, usually I may bring one topic and Yana brings a topic and mine actually is sort of like special to actually be able to record this in Cappadocia, at least to me, this artist date specifically. And I want to talk about the magic of the middle. The magic of the middle of the road. By the way, this is first time Did she that hears I didn't hear what you're going to talk like, about. Are you on drugs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you asked mine. Yes. But I said I forgot, I just remembered. Yeah. So. Uh, magic of the middle in the sense that we usually talk and it's very common for us to talk about oh you just need to start or you start and then like the, the diff most difficult uh, like step is the first and uh, we even had a whole like with the dance club a whole intensive about like uh, allowing yourself a fresh start and I know that this has been at least I think we mentioned about these things before but like at least in my experience like artistically it has always been about this idea oh let's reinvent yourself let's just start again or like focus on new beginnings or like even the things you were afraid of to do and to me i'm actually thinking of the magic of the middle of the road when you already started like so mm. i was that's what i mean that's by the magic cool. of the middle it's like and i mentioned this specifically on this episode because when i thought about doing an artist date when i proposed to you the idea of doing an artist date 
the first image I had, it's like, okay, we're going to go to, to, to Turkey. We're going to be in Istanbul, but then we're going to go to Cappadocia. And then I thought, you know what? It would be super cool for us to talk about our artistic experience with balloons on the background, talking about uh, like whatever's going on in our lives, adventures or problems or beautiful things. And so to me, that's why to me, the subject of today for me is the state of the magic of the middle. So even the projects that I literally started here that I had thought about so long ago, like that we're going to talk about, like the ancient uh, jewelry project, like it started here. It's in the middle already. I'm already mm. exchanging emails with people about what to do and that's the subject I wanted to talk about for myself. Yeah, this uh, Turkey trip, like for me it was completely undefined what exactly we're gonna do. I just wanted, I mean, I mentioned a couple, no, even (laughs) not that, a couple episodes ago, like if people scroll back, like I was talking, like I just wanted to have experience of living in Istanbul, like living, not experiencing it as a tourist, but having a little bit longer time. And then of course coming to Cappadocia, it was also like, of course, to come here. Uh, but it's crazy how even for you, like observing you from the side, it's crazy how this trip like got on spiral and so many things are happening. Things that you have been talking for years <laughs> and now they're actually in progress, in, not in progress, they were in progress, even marinating in your mind, but in process of physical making mm-hmm. and uh, so many magical things happening, even like go into a place with one purpose and then before that not being able to contact anyone about this project and then suddenly in the middle randomly meeting the person (laughs) who like you wanted to talk it's like i don't know it's um one side it's like the magic of actually doing things and then other things happen or some people probably put it as a magic of universe. Once you actually do first step, the universe will help you, yeah. <laughs> whatever it is. But it's really cool to uh, to feel, to see, to observe, and it's real, whatever it is. But it is. Yeah, it's funny. I'm very skeptical about all that stuff, <laughs> but I think there is a I won't say a rational explanation, but it's more like it does happen in the sense that. Because it can happen and then you're hit by a bus. I'm sure that happens to a lot of people. But, uh, right, it almost happened to us twice here. So, yeah, so uh, like, uh, but there is something about like when you find like a certain purpose that is important to you, that all these like things, especially on your, first of all, you put yourself in a position to be successful or to be successful in the sense of like to move forward your project. So if you're thinking about it at home, it's very unlikely that you're going to meet the director of the place of the project you've been thinking about, right? So, but if you go there, so that of course something is going to happen. Of course it might not, but it might not be that thing, but it might be another one, mm. which is one of those things that I think, um, I, I don't know, like one of the things that as an artist sometimes you think about, but you don't really think about, like you don't visualize, is the process of making, okay, I am in this ancient literally the most ancient ruins in the world right now like in terms of um human civilization starting right and i am here i am walking around i am looking at what the first people like 12 10,000 years ago were like uh, starting to create agriculture starting to create um we're going to get into that later but uh, like this beautiful spot and then 
of course, the likelihood that the director is walking around in the summer is very very high. However, with that said, with that the skeptical point said, yeah, we were there for a few hours. She was there for like 15 minutes. Yeah, we literally called her on the way she was probably living already. Yeah. And before she was probably working on something. So it was literally that. But you know, cool, full, um, funny analogy that I just realized because um, in my business course for dancers, I really emphasized one thing about marketing because very often artist people like in general like any self-employed complaint like oh i'm not hired i'm not hired and i was like okay but are you putting yourself in a position that your potential clients can find you like just like let's say being a good artist or like being a good dancer being a good photographer or whichever it's not enough you need to make sure that it's easy for people to find you and it's the same kind of thing in the creative process like okay you're not right now in it's not about search of clients it's about finding connections to people who can bring something into the uh, project but once you start taking actions and steps and making them happen you're putting yourself in the position that uh, not only you trying to reach to those people but it's easy for them to literally bump into you <laughs> yeah it, it's sort of like the you're gonna hear sometimes some screams people talking because well actually there's something funny to say we actually thought about recording in a different spot that we had uh like thought before in Guremen, the main city like the main tourist city which is city. right behind us yes and it's a very cool place sort of like this abandoned cave and then on the top you can just go. There is usually people not there. We went there once. And then as we were going there, it's so common in Turkey that you end up not where you planned, although it's exactly where you needed to be because, come on, look at these balloons. Oh, the, they, what are, oh yeah, so like we get this uh, thing here that it's like I looked at the signs, like, oh, maybe this would be cool to play. So you just go and then we found like a cute little spot for us to sit. So there will be sometimes some, some sounds on the background. But once you park the car on a remote far corner, which is empty and not attracting, but once you park the car there, yeah, people will start, be coming. So yes, <laughs> just get ready. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's, uh, but this thing about this like magic of the middle, I think it's just something like, I don't know, like it's one thing to share, at least because I'm experiencing it literally right now, right? As you said, like there are certain projects, like you're working on certain things and other things, and you always have to, as a, like a freelancer, as like a, let's say you, when you work for yourself, you always have like three, four projects, and usually one of them is going well, and then the others are like, either at different levels of development, right? And then the things that really appeal to, to you sometimes or that you thought about like, for a long time, they sometimes take a long time to happen suddenly, which was the case here. And as you saw in previous episodes, like I was into this like ancient history, recreating, modeling, uh, like um, combining new and, and old. And then now, uh, and I also had another project that is sort of related, that was this reconstruction of ancient jewelry. Uh, we'll talk about more about this like uh, later, but the idea was like to have, imagine if you got ancient jewelry that usually you only see in museums behind the glass. And what if you made as if it's like today, like in, cause I'm mainly a photographer and I love fashion photography and I love jewelry photography. Imagine if you did like as if it's an advertisement for that beautiful like uh, thing. And that was a project on my mind for a long time. I did a few, let's say, test shots sometimes even with Yana, like and a few things that I did, but not that old as this uh, mm -hmm. things that we were talking about today. Uh, but 
and then I thought it's sort of like this project, like ancient skin, sort of like the idea that I was thinking about. And suddenly now it basically like started because I decided, we decided to extend a little bit our stay here in Cappadocia, get a car. And then one day I was just thinking, huh, in Turkey, there is this ancient place, mm. right? That is um, beginning of civilization in a way, right? It's like when people started settling down in places, making houses. And I remember reading about this 12 years ago, 11, 12 years ago. And then it has always been on my mind. And then suddenly it's like, huh, let me write down, let me type the name. Oh my God, it's like an hour away from here. Right? It's still part of the Cappadocia region close to Aksaray. And it was fantastic to go there. I met some students doing some excavation work. I met the, the director of the, of the facility. So, and, uh, and then she, saw, she said, oh, this is a, like a great project. Like maybe send a message to the person that actually did the, the paper that you read. I'm like, oh my God, it's so amazing. So anyway, like that's to me, the, even though it's not specifically about Cappadocia, that's sort of the highlight for me. And um, so, but also this idea, like I said, like here right now, we are literally recording where I envisioned if this was a project that was going on, at some point we would be like here recording. And I also like thought of like, oh yeah, someday we'll also do that in Egypt. We'll do that in other places that it's like this couple of artists sometimes with guests just talking about their um, the struggles and good times and bad times I'm sure we're gonna talk about too eventually so anyway that's um but it's also very cool that you emphasize in yeah I'm also very yes. happy that balloons are behind because behind. it would be super distracting to watch be, them it is for very us <laughs> yeah. if you're looking at the balloons it's totally fine I understand <laughs> uh, but it's very cool that you're bringing attention to the middle because I was just thinking for I mean for all people but especially for artists uh, we hit very off I mean from time to time, usually more than once in our life, we hit this uh, uh, point of um, disappointment or desperation. Oh, nothing works. Oh, it's not for me. Oh, I'm not good enough. Or like financial problems, because it's always a struggle also for yeah. artists. Like, oh, it doesn't work. Maybe it's not good enough. I don't know what to do. And then uh, we tend to if you manage to kind of like recharge or like it's done okay i'm starting from scratch i'm starting fresh start we very rarely think about beauty of the middle and this is just the bumps on the road and sometimes i just right now remembered how many artists were talking especially writers i remember now about okay to get to success you need to get like if you submit another story you need to get 100 rejections uh, like, so they're not going to, uh, I don't remember, maybe you don't remember some names who, but I remember one writer was saying like he was not going for how many emails he will send per day. Like, oh, because you know, sometimes they say, oh, to get like, I don't know, one client, one approval, get like 10, 20 emails, uh, send 10, 20 emails per day. But he was going, no, I'm collecting rejections, yeah, rejection a, letters. It's uh, Stephen King on his own writing uh, book. Highly recommend. The audiobook is really cool too. Uh, so, the most successful writer in the world by far. Uh, then, 
he he wrote about not not emails you, re you remember almost correctly uh, yeah. it's before emails uh, it's uh, <laughs> like he was writing right he was writing letters sending his uh, short stories to mm -hmm. places and then he had this rejection wall where he would yeah. put all the rejections that he got for for his writings and uh, yeah but it's like it's the middle like you're already it's writing the middle, yeah. yeah and yeah. it's okay like those rejections and failures and moments of desperation it's normal process it's just the middle and to get to success you have to go through it very rarely people like do something and right away it works it's yeah, very yeah. rarely but nobody really talks about the beauty of middle that it's what it is yeah like uh, to me another point about that too like i think at least for me that i noticed i remember the first time that i thought about go being in a photo studio for example that uh, i mean the photography has been in my life since i was like 14. Uh, i remember like oh in a studio you can create the world you want to 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 portray right so i was thinking like i remember being in the studio one of the first times that i had like the whole day a studio for myself at okay university where i did my masters and it was so funny because all the students they were not very technical uh the undergrads so uh at least the, sorry it's not that they were not very technical at the university they were not be emphasizing the technical they were not encouraged yeah to probably. and um and so there was no one using the studios so i was one of the few ones and as a graduate student you had like the opportunity to actually do work and i was like i was able to get studio every single day to do uh, to do work it was the equivalent as a if i would rent out that equipment that i was using in the studio time and everything it would be way more than my tuition <laughs> mm -hmm. so it was worth it in that sense but what i what i remember was like in one day i had i don't know like 10 shoots on the same day for a project oh. yeah and uh, Suddenly, I was thinking like I'm my my feet were like on the floor, so then it it was super dry. So they started like cutting, like it happens mm. sometimes, like just bleeding. And then at some point, I was like, oh, but I am here. The, I I love being here. Like I mm. love being on this spot. And I remember when I started learning photography, I thought, oh, it wouldn't it be so cool if I put myself in a position? And this I'm talking about when I was like a government employee back in brazil that i had bought like a little like canon rebel like a small little camera and then i thought like oh wouldn't it be cool if i was photographing like this great like artists great models like this uh, musicians dancers like wouldn't it be cool if i was in that process and i was so far away from it and at the same time i was ridiculously close because now with what i know this magic of the middle like there were people doing what i dreamt of doing literally a few blocks from where I worked in the Ministry of Science mm. and Technology where I used to work. So it's not that far. And when you visualize this idea of the middle, like you see yourself doing something and then when you catch yourself, oh, I am in the process of doing exactly yeah. that thing, even if it is different, because when I imagined, I didn't know all the stuff that would have, have happened here. And I didn't know uh, that we we were actually going to be able to to do it so and i'm so like even like energized to do like so it's not just the balloons energizing it's actually the projects because they're like <laughs> it's sort of like this it's sort of sad but it's such a great feeling too they're like oh that's all it took like you know like it's oh so you just needed to go for it huh Oh, I wondered. I didn't know that. So, like, uh, anyway, it's sort of sad, but at the same time, well, better before. And it's not like I didn't do it before, because I did so many projects before. But there is always that hesitation in the beginning, 
but then if you imagine the middle like you were there so you're doing it and then it's as you said like it's part of the process so even the bumps and the all those like uh, bad things they're literally part of the process and you you knew you'd have to go through this because no no interesting story happens by like suddenly ma everything magically happened and nothing mm. bad happened in the end like that's not human history yeah and uh <sighs> it's too early morning i just thought about a genius idea and i already forgot it. Sorry, <laughs> by the time you finish <laughs> the sentence <laughs> interrupt me interrupt me no it's okay um it's it's interesting like i had the similar like i remember then i just arrived to canada uh the whole entire year, but especially first few months, like walking in a university at York, and I was in dance department, and I really wanted to do dance. It was the year that I switched, like, no, I'm not doing finances, I'm doing dance. And I remember walking on the hallways and looking at those ceilings, and they're super high ceilings. They're super, like, factory-style looking ceilings, nothing, like, pretty or anything. But I was, like, walking, I was like, oh, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> I'm doing it, um, but yeah, that only happens that you actually start taking uh, like actions and uh, the fact that, like, because some, for some people it may feel like also discouraging that oh it just takes this much oh you just need to go for it that someone like oh yeah sure like maybe it's you can for talk you, like yeah, this yeah. you in Cappadocia but uh, the reality like I kind of in the middle of uh, what exactly to believe in terms of worldview but I still think things happen on their own timing and then for you to be here at this beautiful moment and feel this excitement it had to happen now and with all that prehistory because if it happened earlier maybe it would be less exciting maybe it would be something mm -hmm. else like to experience specifically this feeling that like you or someone like in that moment of like, I don't know, excitement, if real, like whatever it is, it had to get through this path. But it's not an excuse of just sitting at home on sofa and not doing nothing because there is always ways to move forward. And if as long as you keep doing steps, uh, moving forward, it will lead you to the place that you actually want to be. Yeah, it's... Um... There is another great saying. Um, I heard it... Uh, in the dance community, but it was a comment that uh, too many dancers quit too early, too soon. Yeah. That you never know, you may be just one step away from what you actually want to do. Yeah, that reminds me of, uh, we're going to talk more about Cappadocia in a bit in our projects here, but uh, I think it's an important point to, to people because I remember, like, if you're like me, at some point you have an idea then you have 400 ideas and then at some point you did so little compared to what like you thought about doing and what even more importantly what you know you're capable of doing mm -hmm. so sometimes you don't even give you the 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 credit or the merit of the things that you actually did because on your mind you have all the unfinished projects right and one of the and a lot of uh, the things that you start doing, sometimes they don't pan out. And But as you said, like you had to go through those things to actually know and to, and to learn. Um, this, what Jan was telling, just reminded me of this uh, idea that I got from William Shatner, that is the um, um, Captain Kirk on 
among many other roles, and he's a writer too, and a bunch of director and all that. But he was like Captain Kirk in Star Trek. Yeah, hello geeks out there, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I remember my dad had this laser disc to see how long ago it was that it was like this video of a collection of episodes that were the favorites from the this captains from Star Trek. And his was a, an episode called The Bridge Across Forever. Mm. And this episode was um, about basically they sort of like go back in time and it's like this idea of like oh if you can prevent an evil from happening even if it is like if uh, in this case he would let this person die and then basically the nazis would lose or something like that and he talks about the idea of um, and the idea of regret hmm. right and then he was talking about how the idea of, of regret is a useless feeling because you never know what would have happened hmm. right and this is um this is one of those things that you never know. And I thought it was very cool the way he said it, because I never thought about it, right? Because it's like, of course, if you go through certain steps, it will lead in a certain way. If you go through certain steps, it will lead another way. You don't know which one will go. So the regret is sort of like, it, I really like this idea of regret. It doesn't mean that you, that you don't have a conscience about doing wrong things. That's not about what, what I think what he was talking about. It's more about you dwelling too much on the, Whatever you haven't done or whatever you have done wrong will not serve you unless saying, okay, don't do that dumb thing again, yeah. right? Or keep in mind, like a, po a mental post-it. And I think that even ties back a little bit to even this idea of what we're talking about, of like the magic of like the middle of the road. That is, uh, uh, it's a good mental post-it to have because it's sort of like a little bit of a goal to, mm. oh, what, who do I have to be to be the one doing that thing? But not in terms of, oh, I should decide and think about beforehand, which is a, a process I always get to. I'm not good enough. I'm not there. I'm not this. I don't know. I know that I don't know certain skills. So then you don't even allow yourself to start the, the journey. And um, having this uh, mental post-it that, no, it's, there is like, that's where you want to be. It's, or in my case, I remember being in physics, for example, and doing like trying to do calculus and doing all those things even though i love science sitting down i remember like at the like i was observing the life of the teacher as he was doing it like he loved it because he was like really in the process he was writing all the time he was writing code mm -hmm. and like on the computer and i'm like i'm really not into that like it's <laughs> not my thing but i had to go through whatever two three years of physics to figure out that i that's not how I would contribute to science, and I know that eventually it will be in a different way. So, um, anyway, uh, that's sort of what I was thinking. Maybe we should talk a little bit about Cappadocia, and uh, I don't know what's on your mind. Can I first talk how tired I am? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> no, but funny enough, it's actually the topic that I wanted to bring up about process of content creation, because this is our first trip that turned out to be specifically about content creation yeah. both for you for your project but also for me and for our together projects so uh, it's so funny like people like we are first of all everyone is shocked when we're saying for how long we are coming here to when we're saying yeah. both pamukale yeah. it's like what three days because people usually come there for half a day bus tour, uh, like that's or one day at most, but like three days, one spot, and <laughs> funny enough, we haven't even seen everything yeah. yet. And Cappadocia, when we are mentioning that we are here for two and a half weeks, 
it shocks everyone. Including usually, locals. Locals the most, I think. Yeah. Because tourists, they may understand <laughs> the feel, but locals, they're shocked because usually people come here from two to four days. We had someone, um, like a local was saying like, what, Cappadocia, two weeks? No, one day at most, it's enough. <laughs> and like we're here for two and a half weeks and it feels natural to already finish. And today we are leaving to another place, which we also decided just yesterday where we're going. But um, I also was thinking yesterday, oh, if we came here for a month, we still would not be uh, bored for us. Oh yeah, for, for sure. For our contemplation. but. What happened basically that we are shooting stuff non-stop mm -hmm. and uh, like we have planned stuff and we have a lot of unplanned stuff. Like sometimes we literally walk, we see cool spot or we need to take advantage of like beautiful location. Let's shoot something here. And the content that we are shooting just to give a little overview, overview. Mm -hmm. it's not just Instagram photos. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I almost wanted to say that would be easier, but I have no idea. Like, like on the level. <laughs> yes. For people who actually do this as like their main thing, like blogger, Instagram and photos, that's probably a different story. For us, it's more like a um, package of things. So it's like social media, photos, etc. But it's also a lot of video content, including uh, uh, there will be a cool probably okay. shadows on the yeah, people <laughs> passing by. We choose our view strategically, strategically. and there's still balloons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the content package includes like photos, of course, but it also includes uh, videos and uh, not just creative videos, a lot of educational content. We're shooting a lot for the Young Dance Club that you mentioned briefly before, but it's basically choosing uh, photos. And sorry, choosing it's photos? still, it's still <laughs> early morning. It's shooting classes. Yes. For which I also need to get ready. Not only to get ready physically, that's why I always wake up an hour early because this is today the first day that I like, I sort of like, whatever, I'm not doing the makeup, I'm just putting mascara and let's go. But usually when, like even for photos, videos, uh, like I do makeup, hair, but also for classes, I Preparation need to... Preparation for the classes. Music, yeah. what exactly I'm teaching. And you need to be in this mindset of like, talking through, delivering content, uh, thinking about like the pace of student. So it kind of feels a non-stop shooting for all these times. Mm -hmm. And even when we stop for like There's half a day or a few hours. All the other work needs to be done. Yes. Yeah. So I think yesterday was a few hours of evening that we literally just chilled. Yeah. For the last almost month. Yeah, for a month. Yeah. 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 It's one of those things that uh, like just in the context of being like a freelancer, but in a freelancer that doesn't know exactly how regular their income is and all that, um, you are always in work mode. I think a subject we probably talked about and I'm sure we're gonna talk about again, but it's very hard to switch from I'm just having fun or I'm just relaxing to I'm actually working on something, right? And you always feel like, especially when you're, I'm sure if you're in a certain other level, like higher than what we are in terms of like uh, success in careers, it will be even more stressful, maybe, but uh, like, because you don't want to lose all that momentum you have, that's sort of like what I read in, in biographies and things, but it's much more of a mental game rather than uh, what's actually happening around. But to me, it's more like um, you always are thinking, okay, if I'm not working, I'm not making money, or if I'm not working, I'm not creating. And 
then there is all the problems that that incurs. And to me, like also, whenever I am looking, that's another, that's the other problem that let's say trap mm. that you're not just enjoying your I mean, at least for me I, if i'm looking at the place i'm always looking okay maybe do a shoot here where is the sun uh, well what kind of model can i do here what kind of project would this fit for example if i'm looking at the place or like if i'm working like uh, let's say we're going even going through social media looking at all the like oh maybe this kind of music for like a music project oh this instrument so i'm not just enjoying the instrument i'm actually thinking how to incorporate that into a project i'm not saying that's a bad thing it's not it's a great thing but at the same time it's one of those things that you never know if um you it's very hard to switch off in your case you're always thinking of like from the business point of view and you always want to be doing things so it's very hard to like that's one of the advantages of the nine to five that it's like on the weekends you clock off and you're done right so yeah. it's uh and that's why we go out very very uh tired uh, let's give it a second because there are um, Instagrammers passing by and they're yelling. Yeah. Yeah. We can just speed up this part. <laughs> <laughs> you may heard some murmurs on the background because there are vloggers and uh, people around. So it's kind of a part of life. We we're going to talk a little bit about that later, but uh, go ahead what you're going to well, say. Well, we talked also in the previous episode about Instagram vice versa real life. So you can check that out. That was not only fun in terms of like stopping for sometimes video recordings because of sounds, but even how the photos are created in a popular touristic uh, spots. Here in Cappadocia, we actually barely visited the most popular touristic spots. We were having like different um, routes, let's say, for our content creation, trying to find the spots that we can literally be as much alone as possible for video recordings and like the segments. But coming back to what you just said, like even for us, this trip, we were choosing between several countries. And one of the topic of discussion was like, oh, we don't want just to come to see to do sightseeing which is by definition already a different kind of story we were thinking about some working projects when we came to turkey it was not defined what exactly we were doing we just had some ideas but it was something about meeting people going to places creating like content classes like it was an overview yeah, overview like, yeah. now with this almost one month and a half we in Tur- no a month a little bit more than a month it already shaped a lot and we did so much so much more than i expected just in this like last like trip but to me it's so funny whenever we hear like talking to someone in shops restaurants local like locals with locals hotels and everyone like oh enjoy your vacations I'm like, I wish. <laughs> no, I actually didn't wish. It's exactly what we came no, here and I'm yeah. very happy. But there are some days that I caught myself, it's so autopilot. Not, it got on autopilot almost because you're so tired and it's so non-stop shoots. And it's like, oh, I need, it's a cool place. We're here for a day. We need to use it. But you need to come up on spot what to create even for photos i got so much more respect for actual full-time bloggers yeah, uh, yeah. instagrammers what they're doing not only photos not only getting the idea for photo getting ready prepare but also making sure to post content on a regular basis so you need to choose from you need to edit you need to create text and you need to post it while you are still in the process 
of like doing this. This part I I failed for now. <laughs> I'm only doing stories. That's the only thing that keeps my energy like still um, enough for me to keep it more or less regular. But for post, I thought, okay, I have this cool like photo video like, but. I'm also the person for me, I treat my Instagram as a mini blog, so I want to have some interesting, useful content to put out. I was like, I have no energy to come up with any like interesting, useful text right now. <laughs> yeah, the, the idea like whenever people see, like and even for us to see, we just discovered that one of the vloggers that we really like, Instagrammer that we really like, uh, she's just arrived to, to Cappadocia these days. And uh, it's people that live from that and they go from place to place. And they also have like a slightly different uh, agenda than we have usually, like even for Instagram, for social media, because sometimes they're actually trying to feature the place and showcase yeah. The, the, the spots so it's a little bit different but the amount of work that goes into that like uh, and you have to go and that's I think the main difference too is that you do that for many years without actually having the success or at least even seeing if you're going to have success and then suddenly you start and then it's not like oh now that you start welcome to the club now you can just come and start working we are just waiting for you yeah, yeah like no you still have to keep going so it's uh, i'm not saying it's a difficult life there are people that work in mines they have a way more difficult life and i uh, to be honest i will say that my life when i was working like in the ministry or later when i was just doing like whatever like very stupid masters like in, in canada even though i'm very grateful for it but it was way harder to do something you'd really do not like like, yeah, at no, least for me. I'm not talking really even about like oh hard life. It's not even about that. I was just talking and bringing attention to the process of creation because here's a combination of two things. First, we are traveling, we are hopping from one spot to another. We also were switching a bunch of places inside Cappadocia. It's not like we came, checked in, and then rest, we took a car and went around. No, we switched five hotels while we were in Cappadocia yeah. in three different cities. So it's a different also a combination of travel mode, uh, like getting to new places, wanting to see and explore, even to for the point of like finding places to shoot, but you still need to go and see and try to find the place and you're excited and you want to see everything or as much as possible and to meet people and talk and like do all that stuff. Then you also working physically like dancing and we in Cappadocia unexpectedly we recorded like the whole intensive plus a couple extra classes and like some YouTube content etc. And your and dance, it, spontaneous dancing that you do sometimes too. Yes but yeah. it all also takes like energy uh, and for me I'm also it's another layer which I'm trying to manage also because I'm very introverted. For me I like meeting people but uh, communication and talking it takes energy out of me because some people get energized by it some people like I I kind of like need the time to chill and just be on my own and here like in we this, met three people no but you also talk like in the shops in restaurants in like things like you're always on a things going on it's not like a chill time so it's interesting uh, you're always very skeptical about like this. Like, I just how remember, can it be done? I, I just remember that in Portuguese we have an expression for this, bicho do mato, which basically, look it up. <laughs> no, basically it just means like the person that is very shy, very introverted and all that, like uh, is sort of like, I'm not calling you an animal, but basically means like, oh, the little like animal in the corner that is all scared. Like okay, the cats here, they're scared. Okay, someone is sleeping on the 
the balcony <laughs> if you have one in our cave today. <laughs> anyway, just Actually, joking. we'll see where we're going to sleep today. Yeah, we, we don't know. Plays. Yeah, so anyway, so, uh, but yeah, about but the energy. But it's a combination mm -hmm. of like a bunch of things. So it's a travel mode, which on trips, huh, especially if you have many things to, like, I mean, here we are not going for sightseeing, but we're still going around and seeing and shooting. Uh, but people can have an allergy, like whenever they go for intense, like one week or 10 days trip that there is right. a bunch of stuff, then you need to have a rest after your vacation. Yeah, it's yeah. very difficult. Here we have a concentration of that for almost a month already yeah. on a non-stop go and go and go, go, go. And so I have no idea how many places we even switched there. Uh, like spots, hotels dozens, in this, yeah. like dozens yeah. for sure. Yeah, and then when you see that, like, uh, also you can't, that's one of those things that is like maybe different a little bit on uh, on content creation is that like you can't half-ass it. Like you, either you did, you did a good job or you didn't. So if your energy levels are going down or if your quality of work is going down, then uh, like you actually have a problem because that thing, first of all, it'll live forever. And second, like, it's a representation of your work. So are you, if you're, especially in our case, if you're creating classes or if you're creating certain kinds of content, they need to be of at a, at a certain uh, level. But it, it's funny what you said about it's so, so there is a like psychological test that people can take about uh, that's uh, that you can take about uh, like five levels of personality, like dimensions of personality. Mm -hmm. And that was one of them. Um, that they mentioned that is very cool like when you have the idea of the person being introverted or extroverted um or and then there's like a spectrum of that of course and uh it has uh like it's it changes into different like branches different like little subtopics but i just want to mention that i never noticed this about myself but if i'm not around people i get incredibly bored or i don't get enough energy and usually not the more people that I meet, the better, but more like if I'm always in, con in contact with new interesting people, I always feel more energized and more ideas. And if I'm on my, on my own, it's, I actually, it's spiraled down. So in mm. that way, it's sort of like the other way around for yeah. you. Yeah, I enjoy so. time on my own and I know like there is so many things I want like, to do always. Uh, but it's interesting, I contrast an interesting experience because here like you just cannot... I don't know, you don't want really to allow yourself to skip some points, but there was, were certain days that I felt very like low energy, and then I look like, damn, we're here for just one day, and here's the spot, no, I think I should push through and do something, but then you kind of balance like to push through right now, and being tired and down like this for another three days, or like balancing how much and what you do but it's just incredible like to experience uh, the insights because before we of course we are always shooting yeah we are always creating but it was nothing like this experience yeah but even with all that said the cool thing is that this time you forget your tiredness yeah. and you only have those memories of cool moments and we have so many cool stories, moments, etc. So what are your favorite moments of our shooting times uh, or maybe just experience times in Cappadocia yeah. so far? So two things I want to mention. First, the idea of like Instagram versus reality kind of thing. We always talk about that. You see that a lot here in Cappadocia in one sense. 
that there is a lot of people and they're always trying to get sort of like the same photo. We saw that in Pamukkale, as I mentioned in the previous episode, but like any of these places, sort of like you go, you take the shot, you go away, you're not really... That's why always people are like, oh, you're staying there for this long. It's like, yeah, because you want to actually explore the place and actually like feel... Not put a stamp that I did this, but actually do the thing. And you can all and you can go through life, doesn't matter if it's touristic or not, you can go through life your whole life without actually stopping and doing the thing that you wanted to do and the place you wanted to be. Um, and we are usually all our lives in a time famine, right? We're mm. hungry for time. And um, sometimes that hunger appears even when you have a buffet right in front of you. You know, like yeah. it, you have time, just sit there, look at the balloons, look at the, in this case, for example. Um, and as I was thinking, like as the balloons start going down, because as the sun gets higher in the sky and the temperature gets a little bit hotter, then the balloons can't uh, stay there uh, for much. I think about like literally behind us as we were talking. That's one of the like highlights for me in Cappadocia. Mm. They're all very um, unlikely, like uh, that I did not expect. Mm. Like, um, like I knew I would love the balloon ride, for example, of course. I would love it. it was amazing it was a beautiful experience i remember my mom talking about the balloon ride she did it's like such a like life-changing experience and such a calm and quietness and that sound of the motor like coming up so to me the main they were like sort of unlikely so just this thing about like the uh, instagram versus reality you can always allow yourself to have an amazing time there's no excuse not to. People do that in wars. You can do that in your job, in your life. So uh, at least that's how I like to see it. Um, there's always a chance for greatness. There's always a chance for a good time. Pedroisms. Uh, <laughs> I've introduced that here yeah. on the artist date. Okay. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, the, um, what I thought about, the first thing was like actually looking at the balloons. Uh, such a fantastic view now as they are coming down. You think about that daily. Well, they're still there. Yes. Daily, there are people having their lives transformed. And literally right behind me. So whenever I see landscapes, even when I photograph, I try to see the human element in things on all my projects. And how, what's the human transformation by the thing that has been done to them? Uh, mm. Sartre idea, I guess. But with the balloons, it's sort of like you go on top, you go there and okay, you can just take your photo. You can actually experience that amazing, amazing feat of technology and of beauty and this thing that, if you think about it, no human has seen the sun rising from that top with so many other humans in the special, not magical, but technological, scientific uh, <laughs> things, which some basic things about like that we discovered about the world unlocked such beautiful mysteries and then the business that comes to make a place like this uh, possible that makes all these balloons to appear and that in itself sometimes i was looking i'm more interested in the balloons than the the, the place <laughs> around because it's so magical and so to me that was one of the highlights the second do you want to go with no, one no, of go yours? Ahead first, uh the second highlight for me was actually um going to um uh, and we talk about the ring in a bit yeah. too. But um, the second highlight for me was um, going when we went to the caves and we went to the underground cities and um, went to um, uh, Durunkuyu, mm -hmm. uh, one of the underground cities, one of the biggest ones here. They have 
60 or like I, the numbers keep changing depending who you ask but like they have basically dozens like um close to 50 uh, underground cities that have been excavated here i was so fascinated because they have been used by the hittites which is this empire contemporary to the ancient greeks ancient uh, uh egyptians sorry no coffee today so my history may be a bit <laughs> off and ever since but usually here for whatever reason they focus more on the aspect of when the early christians came Mm -hmm. here and they use those caves but they have been there way before they just changed it so I was so fascinated by that and me going into as you, you saw every single cave that I see on the because I just go I'm for it I'm gonna save it on my highlights ah! stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um, and but it was unusual for me because I've never been a climber I've never been a, like a person that actually goes to mountain or goes to like let's say somewhat dangerous places in here I just felt compelled to go for it but that compelling manifested itself in the most beautiful place when for very unlikely again I was we were about to go away and then I saw huh these looks like these steps I'll see if I can include the video of this I don't know if I have but like they had these little steps to go to the top to the caves that were on the top and one thing we notice here is that sometimes the caves they're everywhere but they in the underground and above ground and on the top like and they used it for many many reasons for many many different cultures they used it and we saw in one of them that they had like chickens so someone was actually using still today yes but so that was already amazing but to me the most amazing thing was for when i went up this unlikely thing and suddenly there was like this string with like pepper and the flowers and things hanging and there was like sort of like a little improvised mattress and it's like, oh, someone's actually using this cave, whatever, 5,000 years after they, they created it, maybe even earlier, right? So that was uh, fascinating. And I have two more. Go ahead. So one was to um, actually start this um, uh, ancient skin project that I said, like that I actually went to the place that is one of the earliest uh, places where humans actually settled down here in uh, Turkey. In, uh, and it's like about 10,000 years ago and one of the things they found was this piece of a bracelet and it's an obsidian bracelet just like this one that I'm wearing right now this this is actually from Mexico but and they polished it with such precision that um, it's I'm not talking about ancient aliens or anything like that I'm saying it's just very nice craftsmanship from that time and I really wanted to see the place to, to where this was found. And I remember having saved this article, again, from 12 years ago, that it's um, this article that showed how they reconstructed to see how it was in 3D and that will have something to do with the project coming up soon. But basically it was like, oh, I'm here, I'm doing this. It was my decision to come. Mm -hmm. It was my, I had to force reality to make sure that my reality was actually I'm being here. It could be that people have way more than like incredible feats or whatever, but like, no, I put myself in this condition to actually be in this place, how long it took, right? And um, so that was an amazing um, time. And the other one, last one the last one you mean uh, the highlight with your ring yeah. I don't rem remember did we tell this the last the previous episode I don't think so did we I don't remember I don't know did we talk about losing the ring I think we did we can repeat because we can repeat. it's, it's but it's uh, like not the whole story but basically we were recording uh, so I was actually already happy that I was able to get this clay drum made in uh, Turkey and I'm having classes with this like master here and uh, oh yeah we mentioned 
we mentioned in the previous episode. Episode or story? No, episode, episode, yeah. Uh, but, um, but anyway, just to, from that point of view as a highlight, to me, um, it was sort of like, I'm drumming at this beautiful place for you. We're playing around. We're just having fun with it. And so I put my ring on my pocket. And then when I come in out of the little steep hill, the ring falls down. Long story short, it's in grass like this one that is around us, but it's all over. So very hard, very the color of gold, very difficult to find. We spent, I spent like two days trying to find the damn thing. We tried to get, uh, I think we mentioned that on a previous episode, but just so people know, we tried to find a metal detector, which is not allowed to be used, or it's very difficult at least to find. We were told that if someone will see us using a metal, uh, metal detector, detector on problems. the hill of Love Valley, we yeah. may be arrested. Yeah, <laughs> and I was very sad because like, I know it's just a thing, but it's not just a thing. And I'm doing a project about jewelry. <laughs> uh, anyway, so they, um, it's, it was like um, very sad for me. It's like, okay, I was able to lose this, right? And then trying to find, and then Jan was like cutting the grass and I was like peeling and trying to literally like caress the, 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 ground. the, the ground. And uh, suddenly um, we gave up. Then uh, the next day we go for another shoot close by. and said, you know what, let's just drop by. And then Jana mentions like, oh, maybe I should throw my uh, I should say that is like a romantic gesture because uh, usually most wives would be very pissed that the husband lost away the wedding no, ring and I've... they would hear it but uh, like you were like very like oh let's uh, like make it because we lost it I, the way that I saw the story was like oh like the love valley liked our love so much that they like um, got the, the ring and uh, kept it for safekeeping or something like that anyway so they um, I, I even wrote a little like st- like short story about that stuff uh, like for kids so maybe one day I'll publish it but I was like ah oh, damn it like um, and then when Yana said oh maybe we can uh, like I'll, I'll, I'll deliver mine to the Love Valley and we get new rings right and I remember being very like emotional about this like oh girls shouldn't lose their like rings and then uh, not because of me at least um, and then I thought I was like walking and then suddenly I see the the wind blowing and then my ring on the there so it was yeah then I got very emotional that time like uh, I did not expect because I always have like oh no it's just a thing it's just gold but it's not it's like the meanings and that actually ties up to like it sort of like ties everything together the, even this idea of like someone living in the cave for uh, like even today they still prefer to go up there and yeah. be and when the early even the early christian history that i'm not particularly interested in but because to me what they did with the cave is sort of graffiti uh and there's so much graffiti there already but like they were looking for a better place to live one place where they're like trying to escape for their lives and um i can respect that and those places who knows for how long have been used like for four thousand years they've been used as houses right for for people and how um even then this other place where you went it's like ten thousand years ago and they were creating their houses and they were trading jewelry so that means that since then no matter how hard your life is you want to we're all trade uh, we're all trading beauty and trading mm-hmm. beautiful experiences so to me that was the um, uh, highlights of mm. cappadocia <laughs> i actually let you go ahead because look I don't know highlights, I don't know what exactly to choose. For me, the highlight is the 
contrast of things that we did here. Uh, we shot with balloons on the background and right now we chose a very nice and mild spot for you guys because the class we recorded it probably would be very distracting background for students. <laughs> yeah. But we did that. We did uh, shoots in front of caves, inside caves. We did shoots in 300 years old Ottoman style right. room at Hannah Hotel. Shout the, out to Hannah Hotel. The real like, like they kept it like that and they opened it for people not just to be there and to see it. Because it felt for me like as if I'm in Topkapi Palace. Except I actually can walk in the room, I can sit there, I can dance there, I can record there, but it felt so cool. And the fact that they kept it open for photo shoots, uh, it, it's awesome. Uh, then going to Sultan's carpet and that magical spot and Afghani dresses that like that I did not yeah, expect at so all. many Afghani dresses. Yes, yeah. and I remember like I had I saved years ago like back in Canada at some point like one Afghani song that was like okay one day I will stop and learn this dance style because I'm more like Central Asia but like Afghani like dances I knew about them I saw them but I never like really performed study them and there was one song that I really liked and it's like mm. one day I will learn this just to dance to the song and then we are there in that magical spot and we can take this dress for a photo shoot and I was like okay whatever like I'm not professional what I need I have to do something to improvise and to dance to that song in this beautiful dress and the photos like so like videos like little clips that I saw so far mm -hmm. <laughs> because it didn't stop but they are so like so much like in contrast and then those like hotels with those terraces and also balloons or without balloons uh, uh, just the terraces like the contrast of things and then on the top of that having balloon ride and just being able to see and for me it was I didn't have any you know like revealing eye open in sensations but I still have this image in front of my eyes that you stay at the balloon you look down and you see the city landscape all this like very unimaginable like rocks it's Cappadocia is it's a different planet <laughs> but also seeing all these balloons and that image in front of my eyes also having that experience of trying to find your ring and I remember it was literally second day and I was like, no, third day, I don't know, one of the first days. And I remember like peeling the grass or trying to go through it. So I was like, to come to Cappadocia to have to do this. <laughs> and that would be, ha would be able to, to happen only when we came on this time. If we came just for two, four days and if you lost drink, probably we would just give up or came for five minutes. Like we would not have this kind of story anytime. Yeah. Uh, or coming to a hotel and suddenly being like transformed, like transferred to a room which is an old monastery and also 160 years 90, old. 190 years old. Years old room and uh, um, with jacuzzi and having experience of watching Simpsons in jacuzzi in a key, which is a former church. Yeah. Like, you know, having those moments. Uh, and it's the contrast. For me, it's Cappadocia. It's about contrast of experiences. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, uh, 
things and places that we saw because they're so so different yeah yeah and even this like uh, even about this Urugup Inn shout out to those guys too it's a uh, it's a very cute hotel that we are staying right now in uh, Urugubic so one of the cities here in uh, Cappadocia uh, and uh, the owner was telling me that uh, they find like they, he says right. like oh they, they're digging and they're, like they're cleaning the floor they had to do something and then suddenly due to discovered. COVID I think they had to do some no no I think they're doing some, uh, some renovations or something and then suddenly they found a room Underground, under, under their hotel, they have, and not only that, he said that they found even a, um, like a tunnel that they have all the time here, and um, it really went on. But they have like, oh, my property is like down, so they he had to close it. So you can go to that room and stay in this like ancient. So like, now spot. they have instead of one regular room, they also have a, a loft. Yeah. So triple. Yeah. We are staying in a different room, yes, but which the is hour. this uh, ancient, uh, like old. Um, like church but what I like to think also is like whatever it was before because it was not made by the Christians so it was yes. transformed by them and that was very 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 cool to see yeah and for me it, it's it's the contrast I cannot choose like one mm -hmm. highlight it's so mixed in my mind right now I'm still like oh no it's so mixed that I was like at some point I was thinking like oh no but that happened in Pamukkale <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> And also, as I talk about this contrast of things, and so many things happen, like we we mentioned briefly about a, a few, bunch of them, yeah. but still there's so much more. I'm actually thinking and considering to record a separate video as a tips for content creators in Cappadocia. That's a great with idea. Yeah. tips of like, not only places, but also what Approach. to keep in mind. Yeah. Because some places, like good we didn't rely for any official open air museums, because some places you cannot take tripod or gimbal with your yeah. only like camera. So I think it will be worth and will be useful for many people who, even for tourists who just want to take some yeah. like nice, pictures and also experience place too a little bit like from not the most popular touristic routes but I think it will be worth and it will be like a separate video if if by the time we release this uh, yeah, I record it we will include description if yeah. not we'll add it later <laughs> yeah well, Deliria, the, about that uh, even like about tourism stuff one of the things that I'll say that is very good about the touristic places and very very good about tourism in general when you go to these places you're actually supporting the maintenance of it yeah and that's one thing that we observe here in Cappadocia a lot so we were going more on the bit off the beaten path or like um, like some certain caves or some places uh, because we don't want to have whenever you see that's another thing you should consider too I'll mention this even though I loved like Hannah Hotel and all the hotels that have like those nice carpeted uh, like uh, rooftops and then you like you probably saw this already on Instagram a hundred million times that the person is having their tea or their coffee and they're enjoying the balloons and all that. Like unless there is a hotel that I don't know about, but they're not. They have a set with the tea, with the coffee, with the orange juice, with the fruits and everything. Uh, because the balloons come out at 5 or 5.30 when it's really early. So you have to really, really wake up early. And the, the, I would never make a crew to wake up that early to serve me coffee. Thank you very much. So, like, it's not happening. That's not true. I think that's a bit dishonest about the... the not dishonest. It's whatever it is that people want to do those Instagram photos and then people actually come to Cappadocia. So that's actually a cool thing. Uh, but... And I think people are very shy to tell that actually dude you woke up super far, super early you put your makeup prepared your equipment did the, the angles and we in our case we're very lucky that we usually had our space for ourselves in most places but 
sometimes you're like okay go do your photo okay next person go do their photo next person go do their photo to do this pretend magic that you are calm and enjoying when you're in a hurry early morning without having breakfast with breakfast right in front of you so those things like if you're into that because you want to have that photo for flexing that's fine like each to each their own but to me it's way more like okay go watch the 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 balloons or go to the balloons and um there is a difference between the Instagram thing and the reality and at the same time certain things they're so beautiful that you need an Instagram to show you Instagram and like yeah. photography and video to show you so that's the contrast that you would not know the feeling if it was not presented to you that way like for me at least as a photographer one of the things I didn't mention like um, to me as a highlight because to me that's sort of like a daily highlight mm. is that we get to actually create content together and I was like oh this photos the things that I see people creating now we're creating our own version of this like you dancing around with the balloons and the balloons almost landing <laughs> and uh, me like drumming and uh, you dancing and we teaching and we having this vision of inspiring people to dance like in the case of on this club sign up for a free trial if you'd like and on this yes if you want to see a special upcoming intensives and video classes from Pamukkale from Cappadocia they're all coming at the Yana dance club yeah. and it will be different concept not only studying something useful for dance specifically ballet dance uh, that's the main specialty of the Yana dance club yeah. with all other things but mainly ballet dance but also experiential places in different views and uh, different time zones but one thing that I also oh and to it's too early we are jumping from yes. one side to the other so to finish off with Yana Dance Club you can find link in the description to the video and you can visit yanadanceclub.com and check it out there is also seven day free trial so you can actually see it but one thing that I'll come back because I cannot skip it right now when you're a tourist you are supporting uh, yeah, in a way like maintenance yeah. and things but please be conscious tourist when you go to any place do not leave trash and do not leave graffitis. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, it's all over the place. Trash, graffiti, um, people being like lit, literally in this ancient, ancient, ancient cave and they decide to just throw their bottle of water on the place. Hundreds of people like I don't know what's up. So that's why in the in the in the open air museums that are more uh, maintained, they are more maintained. So there's less of that. And I think that's one of the reasons for preserving. But it's incredible Still. how people want to... And it's universal and I don't know why. It's, I don't know why. We found trash even in the underground city, which is like the museum, like it's maintained, but even there people manage. And it's not only about tourists, even in your own country, just don't do it. I don't even know if I need to comment anything. No, no, it's like... If, just if don't do it. If you're doing that stuff, you're not watching this video. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but like so that yeah, those that's and the importance of so of like keeping that culture alive and making sure that like that's tourism, like travel has always been about like changing your mind, expanding your horizons and education for yourself. So like on that sense, I'm very grateful that there is all this beautiful infrastructure all around that makes us be able to to do this and you too i would highly recommend actually people to come to Cappadocia in any yes. even if you have a day or two to come uh to come in and and um um like as of the recording of this uh, video i really enjoyed uh hannah hotel they're not paying us to say anything but i really enjoyed their spot but all the hotels we stayed were very cool all like they were all very interesting they all had their own each city had their own like flavor i also enjoyed yeah. a lot of Avanos hotel, hotel like yes. uh, in 
to be honest, Urgup, all of them, Orgop, Ian, yeah. local, cave, season cave, like yeah, all the all cool. that we stay, they have, and they are different. Yeah. We even lived in the like rock. We have yeah, inside to say the rock. This. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that was very cool. So anyway, I, we hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed our view of balloons. Hope you looked at us at some point. And <laughs> but uh, anyway, but I hope you understand. This, yeah. So I hope if this inspired you to well, whatever this inspired you thoughts, to. Yeah. Enjoy the middle, enjoy yeah. the process of being tired while you're creating yeah. something and uh, yeah. definitely worth coming yeah. to, to Cappadocia, whatever time you have, make it happen because... Uh, yeah, and whatever you're tired of, like just remember the quote from uh, uh, Andre Agassi, mm-hmm. tennis player, that he said, that actually his coach told to him in his autobiography that um, get yourself tired because, you, because you'll find yourself on the other side of tired. And that's a great closing point, I think. Okay, so like, subscribe, leave us a comment, send us your questions. <laughs> We're not getting many questions. Please send your questions. And um, if you have any, <laughs> if you have any, your comments, and I uh, would love to hear from you. And um, see you next time.